Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Dr. Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today's message, I'd like to talk to you about enjoying God's grace. Now, this past week, I was, I was praying, I was seeking God's heart and, and about what He wanted me to speak on on Wednesday night at church, and, and I, I began to get this revelation. I, I believe that this is going to be a year of marvelous restoration. I believe he's, I know he said, I'm moving to transfer my goods, my property, my wealth, my influence into the hands of my people. The thing that I can do that is exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think is to make all grace abound to you. It's happening now. Faith is the key. So be blessed. Enjoy my grace. It is yours. Now I want you to, I want you to grab something here just a minute because... In Romans chapter 4, verse 17, Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Now, as as 2 Corinthians 8 and 7 says, But as you abound in everything, in speech, in faith, in knowledge, in all diligence, and in your love for us, see that you abound in grace also. This, this verse is referring to the abounding in faith as a grace. It calls abounding in utterance, knowledge, diligence, and love for the ministry, abounding in graces. Abounding in faith comes from the grace of God, as does abounding in utterance, preaching, teaching, prophesying by the Holy Spirit. So we realize here that as we begin to enjoy God's grace, what kind of liberty does that bring to us? See, I think what liberty that brings to us is that we, the church needs to learn how to live and stop trying to die to everything. Stop trying to kill the flesh. Stop trying to surrender the flesh. Stop trying to do all those things that try to bring us into a place of where we've done the work and, and where we've accomplished the work and where we've finished the work and where, you know, I, if I could just get my flesh under, if I could just bring my... You know, Paul had a thorn in his flesh. Now, that was not his blindness. That was not a sickness. That was a, a baffled by a messenger of Satan, the Scripture says. And so Paul was dealing some things and he prayed three times for God to take those things. And God, the Holy Spirit, spoke to Paul and said, look... My grace is sufficient for you, brother. In other words, you may be going through this thing. You may be dealing with this thing, but I got you. You may be going through some obstacles in your life. You may be dealing with some some heavy things in your life. Your mind may be coming at you. Sickness may be attacked in your body. Things may be coming against who you are. You may be struggling with your marriage or raising your children. All these things may be coming. You may be battling with, with finances, whatever the issue may be. But I want you to realize today that there's a finished work that Jesus performed that brought you into a place of the fullness of God to the revelation of who you are and to the experience of which he's called you to become. So he's called us into that place. We have access into his grace by faith. So everything that grace has provided, you as a believer, according to Romans chapter 12, verse 3, have the faith to accomplish everything that grace has provided for you. So we've got to determine what grace has provided. What has grace provided for us? What has grace brought into our life? There's so many people struggling today. So many people suffering today. So many people going through tribulations and trials in their lives. And and so much demonic bondage that people are dealing with. And so much religious bondage. It's time for freedom to invade us. Because the Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We need liberty in our lives. We need freedom. Jesus said in John 10 and 10, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I 
come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. See, I believe God wants to give us an abundance of life, an abundance of joy, an abundance of peace, abundance of rest, abundance of satisfaction, abundance of health, abundance of finances. I believe he wants to bring us into a place of abundance. And Lord knows the church and the body of Christ could use some abundance. We need abundance of love in our marriage. We need abundance and wisdom on how to raise our children and lead our families and to trust the Lord. You know, I love what Second Timothy 4 and 22 says. The Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Grace be with you. Amen. So what is the grace of God? You know, Hebrews 4 and 16 says it's even the very throne upon which God sits. So we see here, I love what Kenneth Copeland said. He says, he makes a statement that really speaks to my heart. Grace is is God the Father's overwhelming desire to treat people as though sin has never happened. Now I want to read that again. Kenneth Copeland says, Grace is God the Father's overwhelming desire to treat people as though sin has never happened. Man, what a blessing to know that God wants to treat me as though sin never happened in my life. See, I believe walking with the Lord, being a son of God, not a servant of God. See, so many people are serving the Lord. They did that under the old covenant. You and I are sons of God. As we walk into the sonship of who we are, we experience a peace that passes all understanding. Now, a slave back in the day could come in the house and and he could have a little supper and he could spend a little time, but he couldn't spend the night. See, a son can cuddle up with the master and with the father and he can lay and rest and enjoy the peace and the wealth and the health and the love and the the cover and the fellowship and the communion. He can enjoy the intimacy. He can enjoy the heat and the warmth of the house. But the slave's got to go back to the quarter. See, he's he's not an heir of all things, but you and I are heirs of all things. He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. That's the truth of the revelation of who we are in Christ Jesus. We live and move and have our being in Him. What a wonderful thing to know that we're living the beauty of grace.